Happy Monday, y'all. Welcome back to Diet Starts Monday. This week, we're breaking down the good, the bad, and the ugly of 2018, but mostly the good. So sit tight, grab a drink, and enjoy. It's your three favorite cows driving on the East Coast, figuring it out and always doing the most. We've got our ups and downs at the end of the day. Don't forget, diet starts Monday. Gosh. It's the hey. last episode of 2018. Yeah. Do you know who you sounded like, Brandon? Did you watch Big Mouth? I sound like uh, Nick Kroll. No, you, well, I don't. I think Nick Kroll voices that character, but the girl yeah, that's like friends with the girl who's popular. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, you're <laughs> my best friend. <laughs> Have you seen Publicity, which is like off the Nick Kroll show on the basically I got bangs. But oh my gosh. She is the blonde girl. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. It's literally the same person just animated. Oh my God. Which I'm not mad about. It's ridiculous the number of voices he does on that show. Um, I saw him, I think he was on Fallon and he was just like going through, or was it Fallon or was it Kimmel? I oh, know. I saw that. It was like a little clip on the World Wide Web where he just kept doing them. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, we we've, we've strayed. for listening. <laughs> Anywho. Uh, <laughs> It's time, y'all. It's time to get down. Uh, we are feeling reflective and we're just going to like get into it because I feel like that's the best way to keep us on track, honestly. Um, so with 2018 coming to an end and all these like awards, shows, seasons and all that stuff that we're kind of getting into, we thought that we would do our own little like best of and our own kind of fave moments, things from a variety of categories. I don't know. You know what we should have come up with was like a name for our awards. Um, Is there, what, what would be our award show name? The, the strugglies. The strugglies. That is so sounds precious, actually. <laughs> but it's like the opposite of struggle. They're like the best. That's true. But like, oh, you're right. We called our last episode the best. So we're doing so we're feeling so reflective because our last episode was the best of the best. And now we're doing the best of the world. The best of not us. People who are better than us. The better than us awards. Oh wow. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. I'm it. I'm oh with God. it. I'm with it. So for all you listeners out there, um, like just let us know. Like, are you feeling our feelings? Are you are you naying? <laughs> Yay or nay? Oh my gosh. I'm doing well. I was so, like, what's naying? <laughs> what nay. <laughs> so first up in the Better Than Us slash Strugglies Awards, uh, it was, I think, a pretty dope year for music. Um, so we were going to start off with albums, just albums that were released in the last year that, you know, moved us, shook us. Can we like on the count of three, everyone just say, because I think we each have like lists of things in front of us, but hopefully each of us has like a number one, like on mm-hmm. the count of three, everyone just say their number one. Mm-hmm. I want to see if any of us are on the same page. Ready? Okay. okay. One, two. Yeah. Three. Black Dirty Computer. Computer. Oh. Wow. I'm what off. Did I said Dirty Computer. No, I know. So did I. What did I say? Oh, Black, Black Panther. Panther. The soundtrack. 
Yeah. That was a good sound check. I didn't even think about that. Okay. That, thinking out the box. I mean, I just still listen to it. <laughs> so I'm like, if you made it pretty much all of 2018, because it got released in what, February? Mm-hmm. Um, maybe a little before. I don't know. But I was like, if you made it all of 2018 in my heavy rotation, then I think I got to give it up personally, at least. And it just, I don't know. It had a little bit of something, I feel like, for everybody um or maybe not everybody but at least all the negroes so i don't know it's it's although you know i stand janelle um i am honestly not as much of a fan of dirty computer as i am her old work but it does definitely still deserve i think to be in the like top list like a best of a, a, a better than us for sure yeah i think she just had a moment like the album came out and it was I really liked it. And then like the whole emotion picture came out. And then like, I just love visuals. I think visuals are such an important part to like the musical aspect of an album, like RIP to the days of the music video. And that emotion picture was just so good. And Janelle Monae is finally getting her her props as like an artist. So Dirty Computer has is still on heavy rotation for me, but so is the Black Panther theme song, um, theme song, LOL, soundtrack. King's Dead, in my previous life as a um, choreographer, I see really <laughs> good hip-hop choreography to that song because it just goes from like, it's all in your face and there's like that beat drop and the tempo changes. So mm-hmm. I, I can dig it. Uh, that's on my workout. Ops and that's and King's Dead oh, are on my workout. Oh, you spoke my truth. Ops is like, will forever be my song. It is so, dare I say, on this broadcast, Gunty. And I just <laughs> love it. Um, and Maya, and I think, I mean, we can all agree that Dirty Computer, I would retweet a lot of your sentiments. I think for me, and I spoke about this briefly, I think maybe on a previous episode, but I have always enjoyed Janelle Monet, And it really hit me how intense my standship was when I was at the concert. And I was that person, like, just yelling all the words and on my feet and the people around me were not all as prepared. And I was like, Oh no, I am into this, aren't I? Um, so great show. Glad that she is getting like just a lot of recognition and is really only up and up, whether that's like musically and movies, all of that. Um, the other like honorary mentions not to dive too, too deep into those, but I put down sweetener because I'm still me too standing super hard and like, and, and just very much into her moment. Um, and then I also have invasion of privacy because I think Cardi had quite the year for real. I agree. I also would like to take this moment to, um, uh, I guess come into my own as a mocha grande. Um, I feel like I just need to live my truth. I need everyone to know that I care very deeply about Ariana Grande and I don't know when it happened. I don't know why it happened. I don't know how it happened, but it did. And I just needed to get that out. Thanks. No one knows, but it just is. When did her fan base, this is unrelated, so I'm only going to ask this. You don't have to answer it. But like, when did her fan base go from being the Arenators to the Mocha Grandes? Mocha Grandes are specifically us brown and black <laughs> Ariana stands. Oh, <laughs> I didn't know Get that. it. Got it. Now it makes sense. I was just like, I don't get it, but now I do. Great. But I think, okay, we were talking about specific songs on the Black Panther soundtrack, which I think is a good segue to our next category, which is song. Song. This one is harder. Mm, This one was pretty easy for me. Okay, go first. 
Okay, and this is the most basic ass bitch answer, but this video, this moment, like all of it, and I still will shake my ass to it at any, like at the drop of a dime. You just got to put it on. I think I know what you're going to say. Nice. For what? Never mind. I was (laughs) thinking a different direction. That's on my list. That is on my list. I thought you were going to say in my feelings. Oh, no. And my feelings pales in comparison. I'm sorry. I love nice for what so much more. Yeah, I like it more too, but I feel like In My Feelings had a bigger moment just because of the whole dance craze viralness of it all. Yeah. And then like the Shiggy, oh, that's his name, right? Shiggy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Shiggy thing. But I had In My Feelings on there. Nice for what was definitely on there. I also, I don't think we talked about this enough on the show, but like I have Shallow from the um, A Star is Born soundtrack because I really liked that movie. I still haven't seen it. I'm sorry. That's Don't okay. I just saying that was on my my list is in my feelings shallow nice for what sicko mode which I really like. Fair. Um, I like it, which was Cardi B, mm-hmm. ape shit because I have to give Beyonce her things at all times. And, and I like I summertime, have, uh, summertime better. S- summer or summer. Was, I think ape shit was just so, summer. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, ape shit was just so hype. Like I like shake my head to it really hard. But I also and um I will deny saying this even though it's being recorded really liked delicate by taylor swift <laughs> i really like that song because it's good I'm okay sorry. well I in the taylor same way swift, but i like the song i was gonna say in the same way that we must give beyonce her things we must take anything that taylor swift gets okay i don't ugh. i know i know it's like one of those songs where it comes on and i'm like <gasps> my ears perk up and then i'm like you know, listening to it, but hoping that the FBI agent in my phone is not paying attention and or black because I don't want to be judged. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, though, I know she became like slightly less problematic this year because she as was soon like, as she stopped saying things and was like, hey, vote. I was like, oh, my God. Yes. Use your platform for good. Yeah. But overall, still just epitomizes white feminism. But, you know, we that's a separate conversation. Um, but yeah, that was my list. What do you all have? It's so I feel like it's tricky for me when I was thinking about this because like not to be that stupid, annoying, like hipster ass bitch, which I'm really not. My taste is pretty basic, but like I don't actually ever listen to the radio. So I don't think I was even thinking of like the big anthems that like mm. of the year. Um, but I think the one that was probably like most well known that came to me was like, I love and like still cannot stop just like belting my face off in the shower. God is a woman like Mm, good song i i know it didn't go like number one or anything and like people have various views clearly the three of us enjoyed sweetener but like not everybody did and that's cool but i just really like i i stand the range i stand her performance um at i guess whatever like what was it like vmas or something like basically some show and they had like all the women like dressed up like goddesses and things and like that's one of the songs i'm most hyped to see live at the tour um i'm just uh it's it just it's like so you feel so powerful just like jamming out to it i feel the same way about and again nobody but brandon and the other three kimper fans that listen to this podcast um would know but listening to top of the world um by kimbra um gives me that same like feeling like I still belt it I still feel it like in my soul and Primal Heart as a whole should have gone on my albums list but I didn't think about it until I realized that 
uh, top of the world made me feel the same way that God made God as a woman makes you feel. <laughs> Retweet. And the only other song that I thought of, and this kind of goes back, I think you'll both be familiar, especially Aj, um, f- from like back in warmer times. Um, my anthem of the whole summer was this song by my other like low key on the up and up fave Raven Lene, Four Leaf Clover. Yes. Yes, I just um, saw her on Friday in concert. Oh my God, that's right. I'm so jealous. We'll have to chat about that off the air. Uh, mm-hmm. But if you had to describe it in two words right now, what would you say? Mm, um, vibey uh, and um, surprising amount of range. I know that's a phrase, not a sent- or not a word, but yeah. That's pleasant. That's good to know. Because now I'm like ready to see her whenever she comes around next. Maya, I feel like you should like take us to the next one. This is like, this is you. This is, yeah. So this is, um, the next category is one that I coined for the show that'll be on all of our future merch. But um, we're going to talk about some TBCs, some Tads, Brads, and Chads. So, you know, white men exist and sometimes they do so peacefully and we can enjoy them. And sometimes they do so not so peacefully and we hate them. But, uh, well, oh. Okay, Ash. I know you have feelings. Oh, <laughs> I was about to say I was like more frequently the latter, but you know, no shade. We appreciate yeah. y'all, the ones that listen at least. <laughs> Just the way that I will deny liking that Taylor Swift song, I will also publicly deny, but also secretly enjoy white men for the rest of my life. It's not my fault. I grew up in the suburbs. So, <laughs> TBC. Um, I have. Mm, okay so i have my go-to but i'm not gonna say him because it's too obvious so i have two on my list (laughs) um one who's been on the news a lot recently because he just got married and i've loved him for my entire freaking life and it's nick jonas i think he's had a solid year um and he just truly epitomizes what i mean when i say tbc like he's just like boy next door white guy like you like him but you don't know why um but my second one he had quite the year is noah centineo he's on my list he's in my list i mean the only person yeah he was my he was my second choice i'm like you know he's he showed up into all the boys and then just never left which i love oh he like I hate how much I like him because he keeps playing these teenage characters and I'm like, oh, I'm a little old for this, but I know in real life yeah, he's but like he's appropriately aged yeah. and they never are. Yeah. No, I feel that because I'm like, I had to Google after that movie. I'm like, how old is this boy? Because I cannot go to prison. And he's like 22. So God bless. Oh, that's good to know. I would agree. He was like in my running. Um, I just think he does he have dimples or am I just like creating those in my mind uh, i don't know because the smile like i could it's just the smile yeah i am such a bitch for like a good like cute little pearly smile like it doesn't matter like what else is going on like i live for a good gap i also don't i'm also into like if you went to the orthodontist like both are fine with me but like when it's that real just like you are cheesing and it's not fake Hmm. yep that's how i would sum him up too yeah sorry i'm daydreaming now um that's okay <laughs> he was literally the only one on my list because other than that i was like you're all problematic except maybe occasionally chris evans but yeah i was gonna say for maya uh, that's who we know she was thinking anyway so we're just gonna yep. be specific about it chris Evans with a beard in avengers 
Oh my yes. God. But no, Chris Evans, when he comes for Donald Trump on Twitter, Chris Evans, when he just exists in general, Chris Evans, when he's with his dog Dodger and they're having a good time, Chris Evans all the time, everywhere I go. But I also had, because he's been harassing me via Instagram, not harassing me. He's just existed all over Instagram. And I know we need to switch because we're hitting our time limit. Justin Baldoni, if anyone watches Jane the Virgin, he plays Raphael. Um, he's like killing it as a dad right now and like puts up all these like kind of annoying and cheesy but like really good posts about like being a present and good father and so I think he's white um, he sounds Italian. A um, sounds Italian. I, thought, I didn't so, know he was a TBC. If he's a TBC, he's a spicy white. He is a spicy white, but I mean white nonetheless, you know, white okay. Latinos are a thing. But he doesn't look like when you look at him, you don't think I or at least I don't think white man. If he's Latino, then I'm like, you're of color. If he's Italian, then he's a spicy white. It's interesting how race is not really a real thing, huh? I'm Googling <laughs> him. His nationality American. That's not helpful. Hold on. <laughs> Go to the next topic and I will find out where his ethnic origin is. That's fair. Right. So speaking of, you know, we, we just named a couple like uh, hotties out there, the TBCs. And many of those TBCs uh, come to us live. Well, not live, I guess, actually. I'm killing this. On the big old <laughs> fucking screen. Uh, so with that, 2018, now that I'm thinking about it, like a lot of movies came out. Yeah. What movies, whether on the big screen or small screen, were y'all like feeling? Like, Aj, I don't know if anything comes to mind for you like immediately. Interjection. Yeah. He's Italian and Jewish. Oh, so he's a spicy white. Hmm. Oh. Um. Oh, oh, sorry for films. Um, huh, the first one that comes to mind, and I know this is like childish and whatever of me, but I oh just. I loved it so much. The Incredibles 2. Yeah. That's on my list. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I, I don't know what it was. I, I guess the, the nostalgia factor, but also the fact that it was like just a really fucking good movie. Good. Yeah. Yeah. And like the plot line was there. I loved the like subtle, hey, we should let moms, you know, work. And uh, I don't know, just like the whole the whole thing. I, I, it would just it made me happy. I also I probably like have fond memories of it because I saw it with Jill. Hey, Jill, if you're listening. Um, but yeah, it's it was I think my my top, which is funny. It, it, well, maybe not my top. I won't go that far because Black Panther also came out and like a lot of things happened. Um, but it was it was like the first one that came to mind. I think I truly enjoyed learning that Frozone's wife's name was Honey and he yes. wasn't just calling her Honey as a pet name, which like w was a lot for me to process when that movie <laughs> came out. So that's where I was. But yes, Incredibles 2 was on my list. Black Panther's on my list. A Star is Born is on my list, which I know is going to slay at the awards coming up soon. Oh, for I sure. Have, um, Infinity War, just because like it has to there be was a lot it. of hype. Yeah. yeah. But then I have two films on here that I didn't see. One that hasn't isn't out yet but it's gotten really good reviews and that's if Beale Street could talk. And then I have a quiet place, which I heard was really, really good, but I want to see it, but I'm scared. Oh, we can watch it together when I'm home. Um, okay. Mine. And it's funny. Cause I feel like we alluded to this. I am just so obsessed with to all the boys I loved before. And I know it's like a Netflix, a Ridge. I just, I just think, actually, 
what is her name? Is it like Lana or Lana Candor? Lana Candor. Um, so the main actress uh, who plays um, Lara Jean Covey. I just thought I, everything about it. She's just so precious. I've never read the book. I don't know if it's a good adaptation. And then our, our TBC, Noah was up in it. Like it is just a really beautiful modern rom-com. And there are a lot of really cool, like, things in it kind of like how as you were mentioning in the incredibles too like it's awesome to see that the focus was shifted like really a lot on elastigirl um in this case and letting her like live her whole truth and not just being centered on you know mr incredible which even in like animated films and like cartoons is not that common um even though it's literally like fictional um And then with this, just things that like stood out to me is that like the relationships that she had as like a young, like teenager, the character, like with her dad, who was like an OBGYN and was like really like open and wanted to communicate with his daughters and wasn't afraid to talk about like emotions and other vulnerable things. And then like those super weirdly healthy relationship that she developed with the character that Noah played that like, I don't remember seeing in any kind of serious way in like a rom-com growing up. Um, I think that was really cool in general. I'm sure there were other things I liked about it, but I just, I'll keep going back and watching that. And they're getting a sequel. Oh, dope. I didn't know that. Yeah, they're making the second book into a movie. Oh, I mean, well, it makes sense given the end of the first movie. (laughs) Well, in similar fashion, uh, I think it's important to address our best of 2018 fave shows. Do we have any strong contenders? I'm ready. Um, Okay, so my i don't you all probably know what i'm gonna say but mine is honestly like not even relevant to 2018 but i'm gonna say it anyway because it's relevant for me in 2018 we want to hear it game of thrones um (laughs) so i know that i'm so fucking late and really it's probably gonna end up being like the show of 2019 whenever this what is that when this new final season drops but for me it's really been a journey since like the like end of summer that I started watching it. I'm still only in season five, y'all. Like I'm chugging, um, not rushing. You're like, almost there. Yeah. Like I'll be there soon. And it's just like, it's a good show. That's all I have to say about it. Like, and it's really inspired me that if shit gets like really wild, we should just like guillotine all of the crappy people in government, which is like not realistic maybe and probably like more violent than i actually am deep down but like um i would consider but that was like mine my actual 2018 one that's like a 2018 show is big mouth um which is it was just it's a good time is that a 2018 show isn't it or am i wrong again no i know I season two was 2018 came out in 2018 oh. yeah oh. She's quietly existed in the... Dang. In the- well, then I'll just say season two was my 2018 show. Enjoyed oh, it. 500%. Like, I mean, that show that show was absurd and probably, like, fucked up in more ways than I like. I should be watching. But I don't care. I love it. It's, it's I just want, hilarious. I want everyone to be forced to watch the Planned Parenthood episode. That's yes. <laughs> oh, yes. A plug. Uh, other shows, what are y'all's fave? Uh, what's your small screen stuff? So my the first one that came to mind uh, was a haunt, the haunting at Hill House. I don't. It's either a haunting of Hill House, the haunting at Hill House, whatever the fuck it is. Hill House is what I call it. Um, the on um, Netflix, um, which 
it looked like a horror show when I first watched or like at first glance. But when you like actually dive into it, the plot line is super dope. There's like hella plot twists. I just the whole thing was it was just really well put together and the acting was really, really good. Um, So if you haven't watched it, go watch it. I promise it might not look like your thing, but if you enjoy good, a good binge, then it is like twelve hundred percent your thing. So, yeah. It's on my list. Move it up. All right, Maya, our our favorite TV stand. This is this LOL. Is yeah, so I'm going to try to keep it short. Um, I'm too afraid to watch that Hill House thing by myself. So someone watch it with me. But another show similar to these movies, a show that I haven't seen, but I really want to want really want to watch is Killing Eve. It's what Sandra Oh's been nominated for like this entire award Ooh, season. Apparently yeah. she really killed it. So I think I'm going to watch that. I have like two weeks off of work right now. So I think I'm going to watch that. Um, 2018 also introduced me to The Good Place, which I have thoroughly yes. enjoyed every single episode yes, of. Yes, yes, it yes, is yes. such a good, like, easy show to watch if you just want to laugh watch the good place it's amazing eleanor shellstrop is my spirit animal um on the flip side of what you said ash about a show having good acting a show where i think the acting is kind of terrible but like i'm here for it is black lightning and like they try every episode and like i get it like there is they are doing their thing and it's just not good acting but i like, support the show wholeheartedly because like hashtag the culture and then last but not least um sabrina which like fulfills all of my witchy needs but again like not the greatest acting but not the worst acting that i've seen and i really actually got into riverdale this year too and they're like sister shows so sabrina and riverdale were a big part of my 2018 yes to a year of sala television so, like, moving on from our, I guess, like, I don't know, screen and things. <laughs> I am, like, get educational. So on fire with transitions tonight. Um, yeah, educational, hashtag literature, books. We're, we're, like, not just millennials who don't read. We read sometimes. Sometimes. Um, books, book things that we weren't forced to read. Like, what did you, or even if you were forced to read it, because Aj, you've been like really up in school. Yeah. Ooh. If you want a list of um, radical shit that I had to read um, for grad school, The Miseducation of the Negro. Um, oh, good book. Yeah. Carter G. Woodson. Brilliant. Um, I had to read a bunch of Du Bois. The founder of Black History Month know your history <laughs> and to read a bunch of um du bois uh learning in a burning house which my um professor wrote um dr horsford is brilliant so those are the things i was forced to read but uh the stuff that i chose to read uh, and the only thing i had time to read slash am reading currently is of course becoming because i'm a black woman in america um so of course i'm reading michelle obama's book um, and it's just, it's so easy to read and so well-written and so eloquent and just someone I think put it really well when they said it's, um, somehow like very like extraordinary, obviously, but somehow familiar. So I think that kind of sums up my reading list for this, this year. Yes. Reading. Yes. Intellectual, our school, our school girl, you be killing it. He <laughs> just finished, um, just finished I... semester one. I know. Shout, let's just like everyone, if you're at home, I was going to say pour one out, but like, don't be wasteful. Just drink <laughs> it. Yeah. Um, take a shot for me. 
take a shot for for that. Um, I didn't read a fuck ton this year, like as much as I would have liked to, but I did dabble in a book here and there. Um, my favorites, I have two. Um, one that I've talked about on the show before, I'm pretty sure. Um, this it was like, it's like a fantasy book um, by the author's name and... Please, Lord, forgive me if I'm just being a white. Um, But I want to say that her name is Tomi Adeyemi. um, And she wrote the book Children of Blood and Bone. I'm pretty positive I've talked about it on here before. But essentially, it's like magic and stuff. And she creates this whole world. And there's like adventure and some like romance. And it's like, I definitely feel like it's for like young adults and maybe even like older teens and stuff like that. But the writing I still think is pretty good. The story is really exciting. Um, and it's really cool to have like this fantasy world, like set with entirely like black characters. And there's a lot of like, um, at least from like what, how she describes it and all and some of the, um, stuff that she's described things that are like even kind of borrowed and like, um, elaborated upon from like, um, some like of her Nigerian background, which I think is super cool. Um, and then the other thing is a book actually I just finished and I felt like it was the first like adult ass book that I read in like a long time, um, called fates and furies. Um, I think the author, her name was like Lauren Groth, if I'm not forgetting. Um, but it was just a really interesting, like in a nutshell, it just, takes you very deep into the relationship of um, this man and woman. And it has a lot of unexpected things happen. I don't want to like, give too much away, but I would recommend checking it out. That's Fates and Furies, um, if you are curious. Maya, any any good reads you had? Um, yeah, I mean, obviously Becoming uh, sort of summed that up for me. Um, I also really enjoyed The Hate You Give this year, both the film and the um, book. <laughs> Uh, was really 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 good and then I had Children of Blood and Bone on here only because you talked about it Brandon and I haven't read it yet but everywhere that I looked said that it was a worthy read so that's going to be on my maybe I'll do it in the next week or so before the year ends but one book that I actually visited very very old book but like um ended up actually reading for color girls who've considered suicide when the rainbow is enough by um and i'm gonna butcher the fuck out of her name too so i wrote down the pronunciation in zake shange oh i fucked that up so hard but she actually just passed this year and so i figured no better time to commit and read all of her work now that she's gone so really really enjoyed it way better than the film that tyler perry created so for colored girls quality read dope that movie still gets me every time um it's yeah that whole yeah it's just it's really moving but really rough um but other things it is a bumpy ride yeah other things that have been a bumpy ride in america today is politics um we won't get too deep into the nitty-gritty and in fact we will keep it um to our theme better than us um, who who were y'all y'all's favorite uh, political figures this year? Who who gave you life, especially considering the midterms and all that? I can go. Um, I think this is maybe like an obvious one for people of our age range in general, like political leanings. But I am just really inspired by a lot of the recent, like I guess the incoming like freshman classes, they call it of Congress and particularly um, the house of representatives. Um, and it's super exciting. My favorite right now, um, standing Alexandra Ocasio-Cortez, Alexandra. Um, but like, 
I just, I'm enjoying following her on all platforms and feeling like she's giving us like a, like a look inside that isn't like manufactured or like, I don't know. She's not like putting on some front in any way. She's just really passionate. And it's totally. cool to see that she like came up from, you know, like, being she was she was working like just a regular job like so many people like a bartender um among other things and gave a fuck about something and like is just making all these moves and it's it's really exciting to see her make this much of an impact so early on i mean she really just hit the scene this year and this has been the start and that's like all she's been around for there was no other really big build up to it so I'm I am eager and hopeful and excited to see what else she does. I agree 150,000%. Um I when this was added to the list looked at it less at like political humans who like inspire me and more like political moments that stood out to me. But I have two. One was um, the entire Supreme Court sort of nomination trial proceedings that we saw with Brett Kavanaugh and Christine Blasey Ford. So fuck Kavanaugh. But I think that whole moment with uh, Professor Ford, I think, was really incredible for politics and like this era of like people remembering what happened with Anita Hill and Clarence Thomas and like how it was like history repeating itself. But this time it was with a white woman. So would anything change? No. And so I think that was a really big moment in politics this year. And then I also had on here... um, problematic fave omarosa lol she like was in the sunken place for a large part of the administration and then left and then went to big brother and was basically like let me tell y'all what the fuck's been going on in the white house and we're like no one likes you omarosa but also (laughs) tell us everything so she wrote a book i don't know if her book actually came out or not and i don't truly plan on reading it but i'm sure someone will put the synopsis online and i look forward to seeing what the f was going on but those are like the two moments that really stood out to me like political uh, my faves were uh acacio cortez was on my list um stacy abrams pretty much like rallying the vote and like fighting tooth and nail to get things done in georgia um obviously ultimately she lost but i feel like she put up like the best fight and exposed like voter suppression throughout the entire state um but then uh another one of my faves I have to admit, like, I really support a Beto 2020 ticket (laughs) Um, only because I think at this point in our nation's history, we're not going to get a black or other minority or woman or, you know, LGBTQ or anything president anytime soon because, you know, America. But if I have to get behind a white straight man, then I'm 500 percent behind Beto. Just saying. We stand Beto. He's still such a cutie to me, even though he has a wife and children. So I'm behind it. I have a Beto for Senate sticker just sitting on my desk, ready to be posted somewhere. So I can just cross out for Senate and say for president. So we're going to switch gears again. I'm like emotionally invested in the next four topics that we have. So like I'm super hype about these because they're such nonsense, but my favorite type of nonsense. And so the first one... Um, is Twitter slash social media, the best social media fails of 2018. And I have one that I just truly need to get off my spirit because I felt personally afflicted by it. 
And by that, I mean, I was so happy when it happened. And that was when um, Rihanna single-handedly destroyed Snapchat. Um, When Snapchat decided that it would be a really good idea to post a would you rather poll that was like um, slap Rihanna or do something else. And I was like, oh, and then Rihanna was like, oh, that's the bullshit that you want to be on. And then Snapchat has not been a thing since. So that was super duper exciting for me personally. The other one was one that we talked about was um, Lady Doritos, which I still think <laughs> need to happen. I actually I didn't have mm-hmm. I didn't have any for a social media fail. I don't know. I, I'm here for the laughs. You feel me? Like all the all the tragic shit that happens on Twitter, I just try to, you know, sweep it aside. So I didn't. I don't know why I couldn't think of anything. I'm sure there are a thousand things, especially if I go on Twitter at this very moment. But like, yeah. Hmm. I don't know if you want to just consider this uh, a light-hearted social media fail, but I guess you could call Facebook in general and its entire year <laughs> and Cambridge Analytica and swaying the election to Russian influence. Uh, social Super media light. blooper. <laughs> uh, lo, 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 lo. So uh, I wouldn't say it was my favorite thing to happen, uh, but I'll just leave it at that. Great. Um, mm, besides, uh, you know, all that good stuff. Another great thing about social media for all those, uh, Instagrammers out there is memes. Like if you don't live under a rock and you be knowing like memes have just taken over our society. We are one big meme. Um, And, you know, memes have their moments like, you know, you could make a whole calendar out of it, but what memes stuck with you this year? So um, I feel like this also addresses uh, RIP Auntie Aretha. But all those pictures of her with like <laughs> the, the video camera from Giant like 1992. Yo, all of those. I like there. I don't know what it is about them. I think it's because she reminds me of one of my aunts. Um, but those are, I think, the top, the top for me. Um, other honorable mention: um, the butterfly anime guy, where it's like. <laughs> Yes, yes, yes. Or like it's like um man and then it's like a decent woman and he goes is this a therapist <laughs> so those are all of those you know iterations of that meme those are those are my favorite too i have a long ass list and i'm just gonna go through them very quickly and hopefully they all trigger memories Lightning for you right i'm not gonna talk about any of them ready first one the real name searches of rappers <laughs> on um, google someone was like ice cube and his real name was like icelandic cubicle hilarious yodel boy came out of nowhere and now has a freaking album out there the weird flex mm. but okay um the most ambitious crossover event in history after we got infinity war which was hilarious there was the, if you can't handle me at my blank you don't deserve me at my blank which mm. is like all about like glow up the um is this yes. king, which was prompted by black panther which was also very very hilarious there was the if slavery was a choice after kanye made those remarks at tmz very very funny the baby picture of cardi b that was like my mama said and then it was fill in the blank with whatever uh rolf from edit and eddie just staring out the window he got edited so many ways with that meme it was freaking hilarious uh our homegirl who was squinting and bent over which was like part of a photo shoot fail that she had that was like she was just exhausted from 
bending down on her knees and she got up and someone took her picture. The uh, video from Key and Peele, which was like um, the Obama DAP, but it was like adapted for like different counties or like different schools in different areas where you either got a DAP or a hug or a high five or a handshake. And then my last one was the Is This a Pigeon guy that was anime. So those are the ones that I think as I went on my deep meme dive that like came flooding back to me. Yes, deep meme. I think you've covered them all. Oh, I have one that is like super recent, but I just, I love it. The Pikachu one that's like happening right now (laughs) is so funny to me. Like every time I see it, I know I'm probably only thinking of it because it's like, it's still happening. It's like actively a meme, but like the other day, Oh no, this is the one that I saw most recently. It was the Pikachu face and it was just like me when people tell me um, what I did when I was drunk last night. And Pikachu was like, ah, oh, Pika? <laughs> and I was like, oh, this is a personal attack. Um, and my other favorite might be like kind of gay specific. Um, but if you're familiar with Mariah Carey's new album, Caution, the lead single, uh, Get the Fuck Out, um she literally sings how about you get the fuck out and wait it's yes and it would they just took that one clip right there and they just like tacked it on to like a couple other things and me being a homo i see a bunch of like gay twitter retweet things and somebody said like me right after he comes and then sorry nsfw everyone you have to take me off a tumblr um but <laughs> the best one I saw of that was Mary and Joseph enter the inn innkeeper. I saw that today. Just get the fuck out. Uh, and then Jesus was born in a barn. Amen. And that was how Christianity started. Uh, love it. Speaking of babies. Wow, killing it. Do you like that transition? Thanks. Did you like that? I didn't even know that Thanks was intentional. There were a lot of tiny humans that were born this year and i'm emotionally invested in literally all of that but i feel like i want to start with brandon because i feel like you're the least invested in celebrity babies and then work our way up that's fair and <laughs> you know how you could tell how invested i am <laughs> because i have a tab open that says famous babies of 2018 <laughs> uh, so let me just tell you who my favorite celebrity baby is it is who are any of these motherfuckers? Literally. Oh my God. Jessica Chastain happened a baby. That's great. Oh my God. I do love their baby. Gabrielle Union and Dwayne Wade had a baby. I do remember that one. Okay. I'm going to, I'll go with that. I agree. Next. <laughs> uh, I guess that's me. Uh, I don't even think uh, she was born in 2018, but it's really the only celebrity baby that I care about. Um, you know, I'm not much one for celeb things but i stand olympia and more specifically i stand her doll quickly and the fact that i follow a tennis player's daughter's baby doll on instagram is problematic but um i said what i said so 
I feel like Kwe Kwe is the greatest follow I've ever done. Between that and like Kid Fury's dog, I follow a lot of inanimate objects or non-humans on Instagram and it's great. But yes, Kavia James, who's Gabrielle Union and Dwayne Wade's baby, is on my list. Olympia turned one, so she's technically a 2017 baby, but I think she fully came into herself in 2018. So I will give you that one. Um, Other babies of 2018, Culture important culture with a k uh stormy webster one of the best hidden babies it wasn't that hidden like everyone knew kylie was pregnant i was really invested in the birth of true thompson only because i was a huge chloe kardashian fan in a previous life and i just really wanted her to have a child and then i love all things chrissy and let john legend and so they had miles this year who is just such a little freaking nugget i love him and i love luna and then you know chicago Chicago Kardashian West because Chicago is one of my favorite cities and I really just pray for all three of those poor black children growing up in that house so retweet and then we had a royal baby this year too little Louie and a royal baby on the way our black ginger wow yeah I'm excited to see that baby once it fully gestates and comes the fuck out but you know, sometimes people have babies to save a relationship and that doesn't work. So I think this is a natural transition to talk about breakups. There were some great breakups in 2018. I was into them. Some of them made me really, really sad. Some of them we talked about and some you probably don't actually care about. So, you know, let's talk about we talked about culture. Let's talk about culture's parents. Cardi B and Offset. Oh, a breakup yeah. that we all prayed for. Yeah. We were really I happy mean- about that one. I just think it's really trifling that he then, what was it? He like got on stage at some, what what, what was it? Loud Fest or Rolling Loud. Rolling Loud. And was like, ah, like saying like getting the audience to say like, like come back or like get back with me or like whatever the fuck. But just like, fuck you. Like nobody wants that kind of like, if that's a real conversation you want to have, like do it in private. Like, damn, don't put her in, like, a position like that. Not that she's obligated in any way to, like, do anything about it, but just, like, fuck you. That's just, like... No, but then you manipulate the situation so that she looks bad, you know? Like, if she doesn't take him back. So, I 100% agree. Um, Offset is trash. Plus, he'd been, like, just blatantly disrespecting her for literally their entire relationship. So, I don't... Yeah, no. I'm glad that's done. Yes. Um, the other breakup was, I think at least like another like big one, um, like Ariana and Pete Davidson. Uh, and also Ariana and Mac Miller, which I didn't realize they broke up in this year. And then she got with Pete and then her and Pete also broke up. Yeah, this is true. I think that in general, I'm just like, I was rooting for like them to both just be happy. And I mean, for all of them, you know, to like be happy. Um, and it's unfortunate that, you know, things don't always work out, but if ultimately like they did what was right for them, then dope, but definitely was like a whirlwind of a, of a thing in the headlines, not a whirlwind. Diddy and Cassie broke up, but I think they're back together. So they've been on again, off again for like the last decade. So whatever. Robert De Niro and his wife got divorced after like almost 20 years of marriage, maybe more than 20 years. And that was sad because Robert De Niro had a black wife, which I always forgot about until I saw them in photos together. So that broke my little black heart. And then one that I feel like I have gone on this 
relationship journey with everybody is um, Michelle Williams and her fiance, who I'm 150% sure is black and his parents are lying to him about who his father is because that man looks he looks tinted he looks like he has some tint but his whole family no his whole family is like white and he looks biracial to me and his name is chad johnson that is the blackest name in the entire world that is neither here nor there because he said some fucked up shit to michelle and so they broke off their engagement. And I'm always here for a broken up engagement. You know, I wasn't none of there weren't any additional like breakups that I had on my list. So I think y'all just about covered it. Last but not least, uh, what were your favorite trends of 2018? Hmm. If we are talking like fashion things in general, I am on the hunt forever right now i just really want a cute pair of like striped pants is that so much to ask they're like popping they can be both professional and like for the turn up and they're just cute i don't know i just that's like my fave thing from fashions and whatnot um at least that's like my fave thing that like i can think of that i really really want i'm gonna find a good pair maya any thoughts I did this less about my favorite trends and I just did more of like things that like were trending in 2018. And so I have fucking going to Dubai because I feel like everybody went to fucking Dubai, which I'm even I went to Dubai also. So like I'm shading myself, but like I feel like going to Dubai was a thing. Um, Flossing that dance that I fully cannot Mm. do. Uh, the fanny pack came back, but like the cross body fanny pack, which I'm like, what is happening? I have too much boob for this. Um, TikTok, that app that I don't fully understand. Uh, LaCroix, LaCro- which is just fucking dehydrated water. It tastes like shit. I don't know why Hold people on. drink Did that. Did you just say dehydrated water? That's what it tastes like, dehydrated water. You ever had like dehydrated like space food? But like... I'm in love with that's you know what <laughs> you got this. Do you like Lacroix? I I do, but it's not about that. It's about like what is dehydrated water. But we're gonna have to get into physics later. Keep going. It's like they took water and then turned it into it's just disgusting. Um, bike shorts came back. Champion as a brand decided that they were too good for Walmart and want to sell themselves for like a hundred dollars each. Eating Tide Pods. You guys oh, remember when people was were doing year? that? That was this year. That was this year. That fucking Yanny oh. sound clip shit was this oh year. Oh my god! Um, Fortnite, which I still haven't played, and Scrunchies. But yeah, those are all the trends I could think of. Uh, I literally couldn't think of any. <laughs> I was like, uh, nice. <laughs> I know, I know. I would also like to shade us and be like. Um, I think creating a podcast was a really big trend of 2018. Oh, fucking one yeah. That we totally bought into. So happy one year anniversary to us. Oh, <laughs> so cute. <laughs> it's just a bad trend that won't go away. I, I When we first started it, I was like, uh, podcasts are like the indie rock band of today. So. And here we are rocking out. 
Cock it out, rock it. Oh, yeah. I was going to say that. (laughs) (laughs) You love cock. Anyways, um, I feel like this is a really good time to take a break and reflect on 2018 because we just talked about cock a lot. And on Um, that. uh, Cock a lot. Pouring out for cock. Let's cock out. BRB. So we're back with your best of or better than us uh, of 2018. Um, and this segment of the show isn't necessarily a part of that, but it's our usual time, our favorite time. Um, it's time for the ass. Maya, who's on your list for this week? So full disclosure, I came into this really unprepared, but, um, my ass was actually on my list of TBCs and I realized I didn't mention him. So I figured, you know what? Why not give a man some props? They don't get that enough. So, uh, my ass this week, I haven't realized it, but he's actually been, you know, a solid figure in my life for a couple of years now. Um, the first time I remember seeing him was in a very popular film called Johnson Family Vacation. I don't know if any of you have seen it, but it was truly a classic. He played a very small role in that movie. And then, um, oh, it's actually the first thing he was ever in. That was in 2004. And then I don't remember truly seeing him or being truly caring about him again until this little known show called Game of Thrones. Who's in Johnson Family in Game of Thrones? Where is that intersection? Well, you know, um, he goes by Aquaman, but I oh like to call him by his God. government name, Whoa. Mr. Jason Momoa. He he was in. Yes. If you. OK, go on this journey with me. Johnson Family Vacation. We're at the scene where they've stopped at that like Indian reserve and um, they get oh. out of the car and Solange meets the guy who works there, who's describing what the directions they should be going in. He's like, you go south at the whatever and then you turn a hard left. But it's all very sexual. That's a young Jason Momoa playing Navarro in Jensen Family Vacation. His hair is much native. He is, um, I think he's Polynesian. I'm looking at his Wikipedia right now. He's from Hawaii. Uh, So he's native, he's of native Hawaiian descent and he's German, Irish, and Native American. Okay. I'll take it. So, yeah. So he, um, I mean, if anyone who watches Game of Thrones, Cal Drogo is like, listen, I was very disturbed watching a young Daenerys be violated. But at the same time, I was like, but he could get it, which is just, you know, those thoughts that you don't speak aloud because it's so terrible to say. But like, he's so fucking fine. And he's married to like the dopest woman in the entire world, Lisa Bonet. And Mm -hmm. he has a lot of hair. And I love a dude with hair. And he has a beard. And he looks like he could bench press me so i'm into it i and him have you gone to see aquaman yet i have not i'm not a dc fan personally so i haven't watched like justice league or any of the like superman versus batman or anything so i haven't felt compelled to invest but i do like looking at all the promo he's doing agreed i share those exact same sentiments i'm a fellow marvel gal and i feel like that's why we're friends that's it realistically probably won't see it in theaters but like if it shows up on tv yeah like i watched wonder woman because feminism but like also because it was dope it was really really good 
uh can't wait for the second one to come out but yeah that's my ass he has a he has ass for days he looks really good he's just so strong i love a strong guy you know everything that i hate about LL Cool J being in the way, Jason just does correctly. You know? Hey, we don't need to revisit that. You, I mean, like I said, Maya, you know, we had our votes. We took it to Twitter. And the votes don't tell you everything. Does the election mean nothing to you? It's fine. Um, votes don't matter. Russia thinks LL Cool J is hot. Yeah, that was just Russian bots. But anyway, someone has a song for us. I think it's Aj. Yes, the song of my spirit is actually one that Bran introduced me to, and it is literally one of my favorites of 2018. I can't believe I didn't think about it. But um, a little lady named Christina Aguilera dropped an album earlier this year, and the album overall was like, take it or leave it. I don't know. I don't really care. Um, but her one collab with Golding um, on this song, Like I Do, is everything. Like I still could listen to that song on repeat and do occasionally. Um, so that's my bop for this week, and it's definitely a 2018 fave. Right. Heaven gets heaven, uh, talk to the reverend, uh, but none of you better fucking, I'm trying to fuck. And you know we perfect, baby girl, look at us. Make a young nigga cash out that run it up. All that little booty in your trunk, make a man wanna say hallelujah when he jump. Maybe buy a little Porsche, I'ma run you so we stun black man, black car, let you buy you what you want, uh. No, wait, uh, baby, you are proud. I do love that song. Sometimes I forget that I love that song. Thank you for reminding me. But agreed, Christina Aguilera featuring Goldlink, like I do. Ha, huh, well, we've done it. We have reached the end of our Better Than Us's, The Strugglies. And I feel like really at peace after reflecting on, I guess what was overall like a pretty solid 2018, personally. I agree. I feel like this year was full of a lot of things. Um, good and bad, but I, I don't know. Overall, I feel good about this year, but maybe that's just like a personal thing. Oh, high five. And if you're still listening at home, you know what? Take another one. Take another shot because you deserve, Take even though it's possibly me. Monday. We should make a DSM drinking game where every time we say on that note, take a shot. Every time we say, <laughs> with that being be said, dead. take a shot. <laughs> don't do that. We're not liable. Um, we are liable because we are major influencers in the world, but just kidding. We're nobodies. Keep listening to our show, though. We promise it'll get better. But yes, another week and another episode have come and gone. Uh, thank you, homies, for being here in your respective studs. Thank you, audience people, for continuing to listen to us for almost a year now. We're almost truly at our one year anniversary, and I think we have learned a lot doing this and i think we're gonna go into 2019 hopefully bigger and better than ever maybe we'll actually make some merch but until then you can find us every other monday sometimes on a tuesday um right here diet starts monday you can find us on soundcloud you can find us on apple Podcasts. you can find us on spotify you can find us on facebook twitter Instagram. We still haven't made a Tumblr because they have truly purged all the good stuff off of that website. Like, subscribe, leave us a rating, leave us comments, be a hater, be a lover, send us an email. Honestly and truly, we want to hear from you. But yeah, until next time, my true friends, I, oof, I almost said goodbye before I said I am Maya. <laughs>
Well, I'm Ash. <laughs> and I'm Brandon. And we will see you in 20-fucking-19. Wow. Yes. Toodaloot. This week's episode of Diet Starts Monday was produced and edited by me, Maya Dowie, with production support from the entire DSM squad. Our theme song was written and performed by Brandon Chat. You can find episodes of this show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and SoundCloud. And you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at DSM Pod or on Facebook at Diet Starts Monday Podcast. Thank you.